Welcome to Language Chats. This is a podcast for language lovers in Australia and beyond, where we share our enjoyment and experiences of language learning with you. I'm Beck. Hi, I'm Penny. We both live in Australia. We love learning languages and we love chatting to each other about it. Now, we're just learners like you. Um, We're not experts. We're not teachers. um, But we do really enjoy talking to each other about our own thoughts and experiences, um, some good, some bad, um, of learning other languages. So welcome to today's episode, episode seven. Um, And my chat with Beck today is all about how I'm starting to dabble in learning French. But I think I'm a bit reluctant to say that I'm full on learning French. And I like to say that I'm dabbling and playing and mucking around. So Beck, what do you think? Like, I know we've talked about this a lot in the past and, you know, how sometimes it's really good and really fun just to muck around, just to play around with a language without being super serious and saying that we're learning. What do you think? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think that it's um, it's quite liberating, actually, to not be saying that you're learning and that you've launched into something that's a bit of a what can feel like a huge commitment, um, and that you're just having a dabble. So what does, what does dabbling in a language mean for you? So for me, it's all about a level of commitment. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yep. So I think that when we talk about dabbling, none of the, none of the intimidation of committing to learning a language is there um sort of goes up in a little puff of smoke um like you don't have to I think I think for a lot of people the idea of learning a language is very intimidating it's a it's potentially something that could be that could take you it's probably going to take you a long time that's normal um but you know it's it's time consuming um it also might be expensive if you decide to, to take a, a course or something. And even the idea of potentially taking a course that might lock you in for a period of time. So maybe it's 10 weeks or, or six months or, um, or something like that. Um, and I think that that sometimes is so intimidating that people actually just don't even start altogether. <laughs> yeah, that's a really <laughs> you know good I mean? point. Really good um, point. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that Sometimes the idea of dabbling, just having a go, having a little taste, just mucking around with the language is much less intimidating because you're not, you're not making that full commitment and saying, I'm going to learn this, I'm going to get to a particular level. You're just having a bit of a play around with it. I think I really like your point about commitment because um, maybe that's how I'm feeling at the moment about French. It's because I have all the intentions in the world of actually learning French and being serious about it but I haven't quite got there so I think I like to say um, that I'm mucking around or playing with this whole French caper um, because it does take the pressure off and it does mean that I'm not you know no one's gonna ask me to translate something for them in the near future (laughs) because that's not gonna happen Um, yeah yeah, and I, I have heard other people say the same thing too and I think it's a really nice thing to talk about because it 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 does make language learning more accessible I think for people and more fun and more achievable when we do take that pressure off ourselves 
Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, it's it's an interesting, like, change in dynamic about whether or not it's, um, well, I, I suppose it's about it's about having fun, and that and that sort of idea of fun really is goes hand in hand with the dabbling. I think, um, and it really does make it not not like a, a learning event. Uh, not that it's <coughs> excuse me, sorry. It's of course all learning, um, but I think that it's you know it it's really sort of casual and informal maybe dabbling too maybe you're not working to a particular timetable you're not saying I have to I have to do this once a day to make myself feel good about it or to make me feel like I'm making any progress in particular like I can just learn a few words here and there and actually that's fine yep for sure and I think um for me as well and and for you as well um having Having a love of travel and having been exposed to lots of different countries and cultures, dabbling in a language has become, you know, a kind of a a way that you have such a deep and meaningful travel experience because you know (laughs) that learning some words, some phrases, um, some key kind of bits of language when you do go to a new country is such is such an important part of that whole travel experience. And maybe that's why I'm a bit like, yeah, it doesn't matter so much because, you know, I've got a few words here and there and that's that's fine. Um, yeah, 100%. I think that it's exactly, it's that idea of just being like, actually, it's fine. <laughs> it's okay to dabble. It's not, it's not, it doesn't make the learning any less useful or any less interesting. Um, yep. It's actually just, it's okay. And especially in the context of a travel, um, I think that, you know, sometimes when you're traveling, really all you need to know is like, hello, please, and thank you. And even that, like three words (laughs) or three phrases can make a huge difference to how you feel um, in another country where people speak another language, but also in how you are perceived by people in another country um, where they don't speak your mother tongue if they don't speak English um, because there is this understanding you've made even the smallest amount of effort to understand and use um, another language for sure absolutely for sure and I think that's been yeah my experience 100% 100%. the um, the other reason which which I think we've both come across you know through the language learning community is that there are a lot of people out there who just love learning languages they're just complete language geeks and dabbling in a language is actually just you know a pleasurable hobby experience for someone like that do you do you classify yourself as someone like that Beck? oh yeah definitely (laughs) 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 I think that like there's a lot of there's a lot of fun and pleasure to be gained out of just just increasing your understanding from zero to like to two (laughs) you know if you don't it doesn't have to be very much but like sometimes you can go from actually understanding absolutely nothing um just having the very 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 basics and it doesn't even really have to be full sentences yet but like having some level of new understanding that makes you look at a word or look at a sentence or look at a script for example and go actually that's not completely incomprehensible to me anymore (laughs) you may not be able to read it in full yet but like for example not that long ago I um had a little bit of a dabble 
I think this is probably the right the right context to use dabbling in, um, with learning um, the Arabic script. Now mm. I haven't I haven't really I wouldn't say I've done any real amount of of work on that. It was a total dabble. I um you know have had a a bit of a look at it. Um, I've come back to it every now and then, but with no real commitment whatsoever. I was just interested because for me, looking at the Arabic script previously was just. I was like, I know, I know nothing. I, I look at that, there is nothing I can gain from it. I can't even make a guess about any part of it. I don't know how it works. And so out of that kind of curiosity, because I was like, I hate just not, not knowing anything about it, um, I started just having a little bit of a dabble in understanding um, roughly how it, how it works. Um, and I found a, a great book for that, which is um, from the uh, Script Hacking series um, by Judith Meyer. Um, oh, that's yes. published by yep. Teach Yourself. Yeah, and it's a very a very small book. It's not um, it's not overwhelming. You don't look at it and go, ah, huge textbook. It's just a little book, um, and it goes through in a really like systematic and quite simple way um, an introduction to the Arabic script. Now. That for me is how I would consider, that's definitely how I would consider dabbling. It's just like, I understand a little bit more than I did before. I certainly wouldn't suggest that I know, I understand it fully or that I can even sometimes remember really any of it. Like, but I know more than I did previously. And for me, that's still like a, that's interesting and and different and, and new. That reminds me because the the other day I I had a um a phrase book out and I was looking at the scripts and the you know some of the key kind of getting around phrases for Thai for Khmer ah. and for Lao wow. because all three are obviously um in a different script than not in a romanized alphabet and the scripts are vaguely similar in you know in the fact that they're they're cursive and I was starting to think oh I wonder if I can pick out some similarities or start to think okay so this is how are you and then oh there's the you in um in another phrase and I'm like oh maybe it's not as intimidating and out of this world to think that this type of script is um you know that I'm I wouldn't be able to <laughs> learn it one day and it was just really interesting because you know they're languages I've never um, learnt before or ever really considered um, checking out. So that was, so that's, yes, so dabbling can be as small as something like that, I suppose. Yeah. Well, and I think that like even with the example that you've just, you've just brought up, like sometimes for so many things, this doesn't just apply to languages, the hardest thing can be just starting. Yeah. Um, and if you have a lot of pressure on yourself for that starting point, everything it just feels like such a weight whereas if you if you're just like oh I'm um you know it doesn't really matter if I if I learn a little bit from this or how far I go with it it's so much easier to just have a go because there is no uh, you know there's no expectation I suppose um on you know how far you need to get in in a period of time like you know do you have to get to this level in six months or do you have to get to this level in two months or, or whatever it's just a really open I'm gonna give it a go I can put it down I can come back to it I can put it down no commitment whatsoever yep it's like a it's like it's like not being Facebook official 
<laughs> like a relationship. Like you can just not putting yourself out there, like just just hiding a little bit, saying I'm not quite ready to be 100. Yeah, percent Like you're just you're just like you're like seeing a language. Like you're just you're just seeing each other, but like you're not not together yet. Um, just not just committed, like not going exclusive. On a few, going on a few dates here and there, um, you know, every now and then. Maybe there's a call, maybe there isn't. You know, drop it for a while. Maybe you come back to each other. Who knows? But like, <laughs> there's nothing, nothing official. The yep. um, that is dabbling, dabbling, is dabbling, dabbling in a nutshell. Yep. <laughs> When we're talking about um, dabbling in a language for pleasure as well, it does bring me back to the Language Bites events as well that we've been doing um, in Melbourne so far, only in Melbourne, but, you know, could be branching out to other places down the track. Um, Because for me, I think definitely when we start to use language in a different context. So for the Language Bites events, we are using language in the context of food and and dining out. And I think what better combo is there? (laughs) Food and language. Um, Exactly. But the emphasis is really on um, having a try, getting some exposure to a whole new language and potentially a whole new cuisine as well. Um, No strings, no commitment, no prior knowledge required. and I just, yeah, I just really love, love that concept. Hey, what? Yeah, exactly. I think that's definitely been our, our philosophy with those events. Hey, mm. it's just, it's just that kind of, yep, no, no strings attached. Um, have a go with a language. You don't need to have had any prior knowledge um, and just enjoy it, but also enjoy it with the, the cuisine of, um, or the food of a, of a culture. Definitely for the Greek event that we did, because um, my exposure to Greek was pretty much nothing um in the past um (laughs) it was such a you know an eye-opener to hear to hear greek speaking around us spoken around us and to to learn some words and learn about the alphabet um yeah i just yeah i I did really really enjoy that so yeah me too and i think mm. i can only like i can only really remember properly one word that's really stuck in my mind from that from that event <laughs> and it was um I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly but octopothy <laughs> oh, <laughs> which is octopus, octopus. And, I, and I loved it and the the I mean I obviously we we had this beautiful meal and it, it was great fun and great to hear more about Greece and the Greek language but this this one word just the the melody of it and how it sounds I just loved it and that's what's really stuck in my mind but I'm totally okay with the fact that that's really all that stuck in my mind because yep. it was a really nice experience and a nice way to get an introduction. But, you know, if, if the one lasting thing was one one really beautiful word, then that's still more of Greek than I knew before. <laughs> exactly. I think yeah. the one word I, I remember was good night. And now yes. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this correctly either, but kalinitas, kalinitas. Um, and I think, I, yeah, I think we said it as we left the restaurant to the staff and the owners and I'm just like oh yeah this is what it's about (laughs) exactly exactly so I know I mean we have languages in our kind of life that we are definitely more serious about as well as maybe you know some of these fun kind of side languages that we might have played around with like your experience with the Arabic script which is really cool when when do you think we should we should stop dabbling and become serious about mm. a language? 
Uh, interesting. Good question. I'm actually going to flip this one back to you, Pen, mm. um, because um, given your what you brought up at the beginning of um, of our chat about French, when did you like how how when do you think it would get to a point with French where you might want to go further than just dabbling? Yeah, g- good point. And I think you know, I think my mind is definitely wanting to will me to get serious <laughs> um and so I think I'm, I'm pretty close I think I need to I think it comes down to what do I want my priority to be for the rest of sure. the year and it's kind of a good time to evaluate that you know we're halfway through the year um we've got another six months to go where do we want to be by the end of 2019 and I think you know if if I be honest with myself maybe it is time to elevate French and turn it into you know one of the languages that I'm more serious about and then go okay this is this is my priority and I like um, how you've also mentioned back in the past that you know this is your principal language Mm -hmm. and then you might have a secondary uh, you know or a tertiary language that you're maintaining alongside that but you've actually chosen to elevate this particular language to be your your focus and your or your principal language so I think I think that's where I'm at I think um for me to make any progress I think I need to (laughs) I need to do that kind of mental adjustment about how I how I feel about the languages and where I'm you know putting my time and energy and effort of course so do you think that maybe that will come as you know because you don't want to feel like you're forcing yourself to do to like to level up I guess like to go from to go from dabbling into into getting serious (laughs) especially not me I can't force myself to do anything (laughs) yeah 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 well no but exactly so it's kind of like you shouldn't if you if you feel like you have to force yourself to do it then it's probably not the right time to do it yep like you know like you should you should kind of inherently be like oh actually I'm so like excited really enjoying this now and I'm so excited that now must be the right time that if I want to if I want to good do more with this if I want to make more of a commitment towards a particular language then um I've got to ride this little wave you know (laughs) I think for me as well sorry I was going to say that um the in in my mind as well I do have a trip planned well Mm. in the pipeline um which hopefully I can make some announcements on down the track or shortly anyway um and I think that um, having this 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 motivation of the the trip where you know we'll be going to a French speaking country, I think that will get me across the line because I'm like, okay, you've got this this amount of time and you're going to be there, and how great will it be to have got to a level where you can string some sentences together and feel quite you know reasonably confident about some of those key kind of vocab and pronunciation so maybe maybe that's what it's going to take with me yeah well I mean travel having a trip in the in the pipeline is always such a good motivation to to keep going with the language or to push it just that little bit further because you know you've got an opportunity to really use it um before we finish up are you currently dabbling in any language at the moment or is there any any future dabbling on the horizon (laughs) um so I think well, I've probably just transitioned from a little bit of dabbling to something that I've committed to. <laughs> I, 
I think. Um, so I've probably just just gone over the cusp um, with Japanese, which I, I've, I know we've, we've spoken about before in langu- in our language chats. Um, so I won't go into in too much detail, but I um, kind of started out initially just thinking about it and having a really brief double, and then um, more recently I was like, Nah, I'm gonna 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 commit myself just a little bit to this. I mean, no, you know, no ideas of, of crazy fluency in in a very short period of time or anything like that. But actually, um, committing to, you know, trying to, I suppose, focus on it uh, for a particular amount of time per week. Not very much, but um, just enough to keep it kind of going so I feel like I'm actually actually learning actually committing to it um at the moment that's basically only once or twice a week but I still feel like that's enough commitment um that I'm not really just dabbling anymore I've also invested in a well in an app that I'm using at the moment and also in a book that I just bought for it so (laughs) I feel like I've probably just passed just passed the dabbling stage and into because you shelled out some money so that's always a good sign yeah yeah pretty much pretty much (laughs) oh that's awesome Um, yeah but anyway I think that's that that for me was a good moment of actually realizing that I was making a, a pretty conscious choice but also in advance of a trip so I'm motivated by a goal I suppose which is that I want to be able to go on that trip and say be able to communicate at least a little bit with some people and be able to roughly understand how to buy train tickets and and things like that yep I think that's amazing oh well Mm. we will definitely be checking in I think with you over the next few months to see how that's going and also a post post trip as well I think that'll be really cool Mm -hmm. and I'd love to see how you're see how you're sort of dabbling with with French goes and whether you decide to continue with that or whether you decide to, to come back or whether you commit fully and as well so we'll I will keep you posted about that later for yeah. sure okay. um I reckon we'd love to hear if anyone else is is dabbling in a language or, or how they're going with mucking around and playing with a language so if that is you you get in touch with I think we'd love to hear from you yeah definitely so Thank you. Another episode. Thanks for joining us on Language Chats today. Um, Language Chats is part of a larger project, which some of you will know about, called Language Lovers AU, where we are building a community of people who are interested in languages in Australia. If you haven't already, please check out our website and subscribe to our mailing list at languagelovers.com.au. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. Um, And please do, if you really like the podcast, leave us a review. It um, helps other people to find us um, and other language lovers to find us if they're interested in, in what we do. See you next time. Thank you. See you. Bye.